When the market is at or near all-time highs, doubts start to emerge. How can investors balance the fear of missing out with the risk of loss? Here's what matters. Live from our respective coronavirus social distancing outposts, I'm Lauren Goodwin. And I'm Robert Sarenbest. And this is Market Matters from New York Life Investments. In this podcast, we share insights from the multi-asset solutions team at New York Life Investments, what we think matters as we manage investment solutions. That includes Mainstay's diversified portfolio series, including the Income Builder Fund, as well as bespoke solutions for our partners. By sharing perspectives and engaging with you, our listeners, we can all become better investors. Welcome, everybody. It's the week of November 29th, 2021. Happy Thanksgiving. We are on the back of the U.S. Thanksgiving holiday. Investors have a lot to be thankful for this year. For one, the stock market is up about 25% so far this year, the third consecutive year of double-digit gains in equities. But just in case you're feeling a little too cozy with all that good market news and a tummy full of turkey, we also have some market risks that are emerging. Plenty of them, in fact, with the Omicron variant of COVID-19 threatening a return to pandemic lifestyle. That's true, but I think it's also very important to point out that the pandemic and the Delta variant were also major risks all year. And it only was the latest variant that caused the market to stumble and bounce back. So there's been a relatively lack of downside activity along the way, with only one real 5% pullback for investors to deal with. And of course, a lot can happen in the next month or so of the year. But so far, the market's path higher has been relatively stable. Yes, that's a great point. And as you mentioned, this is actually the third consecutive year of double-digit gains in equities. But each of those three years has had a pretty perilous context, or at least a lot of surprises. We had trade wars in 2019, and then of course the pandemic, and then extreme policy support, scientific breakthroughs, and overall a resilient global economy. And with all those gains, you can easily see why investors are feeling a real sense of FOMO, also known as a fear of missing out. The market has stayed hot for so long that it can be hard to stay disciplined with your investment strategy. Exactly. Remember meme stock madness? (laughs) Yeah, who can forget that? It is a bit surreal for investors to have all this big economic and market news and yet pretty stably positive returns, all things considered, and events like Main Stop Magnus where there's lots of investors piling into certain ideas. And so we'll spend a few minutes today discussing the effect that has on investors. I just want to take a brief pause and acknowledge the risk of the day, which is the Omicron variant, which has caused market sentiment to dip in the past couple of days. It may take a couple of weeks before the transmissibility of the variant and vaccine or antibody therapies, how they impact the variant, all of that news. It's going to take a while before that's confirmed, before we really know what we're dealing with. And in the meantime, market volatility may increase. And some of the pandemic era investment themes like growth stocks outperforming may return. For now, we're encouraging investors to stay invested amid strong economic and corporate fundamentals and consider deterring any major changes in their portfolio until more about this virus is known. Speaking of staying invested, keeping your allocation stable is exactly what we wanted to touch on today. With lots of big market news and lots of great market returns, This has raised some concerns about an overheated market. And then on baked down days, that raises concern about additional downside. And investors may be moving around too much. You can say that again. And much like over the last three years, again, all three double-digit gains in equities, 
2022, if we look ahead, is going to be uncertain. And you'll hear more about that next week as we release our 2022 outlook. But it's a big year of transition in the economy and markets. Some of the positives that we've mentioned earlier, like policy support and scientific breakthroughs that got us through the pandemic era, those are starting to fade. And, and so we're facing another year of unknowns. Right. And anytime someone's talking about unknowns and change, it can be difficult to remember that as an investor, it's probably best to just focus on what is in your control. Investment Behavior 101. Exactly. And there are two feelings at work here when the market is really hot. You have a fear of missing out, and that's against the fear of jumping in. They sound kind of different. They sound like they're two opposite investment behavior trends, but they're actually about the same thing, loss aversion. That's a really good point. They're both about the fear that we have of losing money or missing out on money. It, it is kind of similar. Yeah, so we as humans, a little bit of the background science, are wired to avoid loss. It's just part of our psychological makeup. People just find that it's more unpleasant to experience the emotions like guilt or shame that come from losing something, losing an important nest egg in the market. It can also be unpleasant to miss out on market upside. You feel like you lost something, and that's just another form of loss aversion. A good point. And one of the things that we hear all the time is essentially different versions of trying to time the market. I'm sitting in cash right now until the market corrects, or everyone is making a killing right now in whatever that meme stock is. So why shouldn't I pile in and follow the crowd? All of these are behavioral biases. We all have them. There's nothing wrong with them, and or there's nothing wrong with us all as investors. This loss aversion and hurting that we feel. But what we have to do as investors is just monitor the way that it influences our decision-making and the way that those decisions impact our goals. And so with that in mind, I have some good news and some bad news. Oh man. All right. Let's hear either one. Well, the bad news is that no single investment is guaranteed to deliver stellar returns or limit losses. So there's just no one silver bullet for either of these emotions that we deal with as investors. The good news is that the returns investors realize depend not only on what markets do, but also on what we do, what we can control in response or in anticipation. And financial professionals there can play an important role in helping us stay focused. More than ever, people are turning to financial professionals to stay focused on their financial goals. So whether you have the fear of missing out or the fear of jumping in, having someone by your side, like a financial professional to gauge and control your response to these pressures and help you stay disciplined, investing in a disciplined way can be a huge help in reaching your life's investment goals. Now it's time for our Portfolio Pause, a segment of the program where we share an investment idea. And today we discuss how a disciplined investment strategy can help investors avoid those behavioral missteps. Some of the most sound investing advice is always the most boring, Robert, but a well-designed portfolio that's diversified across major asset classes really can help create a more stable investment portfolio and profile for clients, especially when more than 90% of returns are driven by asset allocation, those headline top-down initial decisions. The amount of risk in a portfolio is driven by an investor's goals and their time horizon. And when you use that type of investment strategy, then staying in the market as a buy and hold investor, that discipline can be really valuable in uncertain times and frankly, in really good times too. 
Right. I like that you said that it's driven by the amount of risk a portfolio takes based on goals and time horizon. There is no one size fits all approach to any investor to incorporate good investment behaviors into a portfolio. Instead, it's really two things. First, the client and just making sure that their goals, time horizon, risk tolerance, values, and subjective investment theses are all really well understood and discovered and implemented in the right way. And once you have that lined up, the second factor is that financial professionals can implement technology and controls like portfolio rebalancing and personal preferences and portfolio design to make sure that the right portfolio decisions are being made at the right point in time. Coming up next, next week, we'll have our 2022 outlook for you. But before then, on Friday, we have the non-farm payrolls report for November. Oh, it's jobs week. Yay. Well, with unexpectedly high inflation prints in October, it'll be important to see strong jobs results here. Mm, Can you say more about that? Yeah. So if job growth continues, then it could help alleviate fears that some investors have about supply chains and labor bottlenecks and how those contribute to higher prices. It could show, you know, more people are getting hired, those pressures could abate somewhat over time. Again, it'll still take time, but moving in the right direction. If that's not the case, then we might see increasing concerns about higher prices, higher wages, higher rates, all that good stuff. And so again, more about that next week when we talk about our outlook. And we've said it already, but we'll be watching for more context as we understand the impact and severity of this latest COVID variant, the Omicron variant. If it's more dangerous than Delta, it could prompt us to dust off our downside virus-related scenarios from a couple months ago, and we'd be definitely sure to share those with you. But if it's less dangerous, then it could be less of a threat. All we can do is wait and see and be safe out there in the meantime. That's a very good point. And that's it for today. We'll be back next week for more Market Matters. Let us know what matters to you. If you have a question or topic of interest, reach out to us on social media. That's right. You can send us your questions or highlight what matters to you by finding us on LinkedIn. You can also follow our views on our website, which is newyorklifeinvestments.com and click the insights tab. Until then, I'm Robert Sarenbez. And I'm Lauren Goodwin. See you next time. Our podcast is produced by Milo Benamont, and our music was composed by the fabulous Zach Young. I'll now read our disclosures from compliance. For more information about Mainstay Funds, call 1-800-624-6782 for a prospectus or summary prospectus. Investors are asked to consider the investment objectives, risks, and charges and expenses of the investment carefully before investing. The prospectus or summary prospectus contains this and other information about the investment company. Please read the prospectus or summary prospectus carefully before investing. There's no assurance that the investment objectives will be met. Past performance is no guarantee of future results, which will vary. All investments are subject to market risk and will fluctuate in value. This material represents an assessment of the market environment as of a specific date. It is subject to change and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. This information should not be relied upon by the reader as research or investment advice regarding the funds or any issuer or security in particular. The strategies discussed are strictly for illustrative and educational purposes and are not a recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any securities or to adopt any investment strategy. There is no guarantee that any strategies discussed will be effective. 
This material contains general information only and does not take into account an individual's financial circumstances. This information should not be relied upon as a primary basis for an investment decision. Rather, an assessment should be made as to whether the information is appropriate in individual circumstances, and consideration should be given to talking to a financial advisor before making an investment decision. New York Life Investments is both a service mark and the common trade name of certain investment advisors affiliated with the New York Life Insurance Company. The mainstay funds are managed by New York Life Investment Management, LLC, and distributed by NY Life Distributors, LLC, 30 Hudson Street, Jersey City, New Jersey, 07302, a wholly owned subsidiary of New York Life Insurance Company. NY Life Distributors, LLC is a member of FINRA SIPC.